From in the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Today's intro is from episode 123. I'm going to be going back through old intros and rewriting and tweaking them a bit to make them sound better and a little less rushed. Time is not always on my side. That being said, reality versus make-believe. Reality is harsh and not always easy to accept. Make-believe and fantasy offer an escape from reality, a break from the stressful and mundane. But living in a land of make-believe does not help us in the long run. It prevents us from solving real problems, breaking through personal issues, and becoming better humans. The sooner we stop looking to some magical invisible man to save us from ourselves, the better off we'll be as a species. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. Does, what do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is the host of Where You're Going podcast, John Little. Welcome to the show, John. Hey, thanks so much, Michael. I really appreciate it. Thanks for seeking me out, having me on. It is a true blessing. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast? Oh my gosh, my podcast. It was kind of like a, a brainchild, like a lot of these podcasts are mm. for definitely over a year, probably a year and a half before I finally pushed it out there. I wasn't exactly sure what form it, I wanted it to look like or God wanted it to look like, you know, but- mm. Um, I just kind of uh, slowly, step by step, you know, walked it out earlier this summer, set a date to launch it, uh, which was my birthday, June 15th, and we are <laughs> off and running. But here's the deal about the podcast is I know, and like so many of us do, and, and if you don't, please know you are not alone. We have all been through the ringer at times in our lives, whether, you know, it's something done to us or something that we've done. We find ourselves in a place that we did not intend to be, that we did not want to be in. And we've got a choice at that point to look around and go, well, I guess this is how it's always going to be. I, I uh, have nowhere else to go. I've mm -hmm. messed it up or somebody's messed me up and, and this is it. Or, um, you know, and, and I know you and I feel this way. We can look to God and say, Lord, oh. I, I'm sorry for my part here. And um, will you please help take me to a better place here. And um that's that's my story is I I'd messed up my marriage. It led to a divorce oh, 3 years ago and um but God has been with me through every step of the way through other people, through his word, through his truth, you know, through my relationship with him in so many ways. He's drawn me out of that and taken me to a better place. And I believe that where I'm going even from here is better than where God has me right now. So that's the premise of the show is where you're headed is so much better than where you've been. And even where you are right now, there is always more and 
who you're becoming is what it's all about. So I just want people to know and be encouraged that, um, you know, no matter where they are in life, uh, there is a better place to go. And I'm really excited about that. It's kind of been my ministry with the guys that I work with, you know, individually. And I, I felt God calling me out there to do more of a podcast presentation and so I've stepped into that. And so we talk about all sorts of things. Um, you know, we're going through a three-part series on forgiveness right now where, you know, I thought I was pretty okay at forgiveness. I, I thought I was doing pretty well, but but God's shown me, hey, what about this? And what about that? And, you know, have you ever thought about it this way? And so there's always something more for us to learn. And, and mm-hmm. I'm learning right along with everybody as well. And it's just been a blessing, incredible response. And I'm excited to see where God takes it next. Well, that sounds exciting. Um, a, a couple things though. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, I, I, I don't talk to God. Um, I, I don't, uh, I, I don't believe honestly. Um, I, I, I think you missed that part of it, but that's okay. We can still do this. This is going to be fun. So onward and upward, I, I definitely agree with we can do better. We always should strive to do better. Uh, I, I Honestly, that's what I do myself as well. Uh, I, I kind of, it's like a song. I can't remember the song, but it's the person I was, the person I want to be, and then the person I'm on. So mm, right now I'm yeah. on this person. I want to be I'm this person. to look person, that up. And I'm striving for it. Um, I, mean, I don't remember what the song is. <laughs> Anyways, but it, it was a, it was a good line. And it, and it always kind of reminds me of where I want to be. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm striving to be this person, but right now this is the one I'm on, you know, and mm. I can't get that yet, but I can keep working towards it. Does it make any sense? I don't know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It does. So and I'm not I, I want to, I want to bring yeah. some humility to this <laughs> as well and say, I, you know, and I, I apologize for, <laughs> um, uh, for, for assuming things that were not true. And I, I apologize for that, man. <laughs> like I said, I've been in a, in a busy season, but yeah. I appreciate it, you know, what, uh, you know, what this conversation can be over the yes. next hour. And I'm really looking forward to leaning into that. So thank you for your Good. grace in that, Michael. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so that's where I'm at with that. Um, and as far as my journey onward and upward towards that bettering myself to be that person I want to be, I don't do it with God. I, I do it myself and I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, I mean, I mean, you can always seek professional help. That's always helpful to, to help yourself move on and upward um, if you need that. Um, but I, I think we can do it. We're capable of doing it ourselves, figuring it out and finding out and moving forward. So tell me about I, your experience yeah. with that. You know, this is this is this is fantastic. I love this. So tell me about your experience with that, like and how you do that, you know, and I, I believe that people can become mm-hmm. better people, better humans, mm-hmm. better citizens, you know, with or without a relationship, a Christian relationship or a higher power. I, I do believe that. I believe in the yeah. goodness of people. That's like, I think there are some Christians that don't believe in the goodness of people. You know what I'm saying? Like there are some Christians that believe that, um, you know, that the world's just going to hell in a handbasket. And I see, you know, some of where they're coming mm-hmm. from with some of the language in the Bible, some of the things that mm-hmm. the writers use. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I truly believe uh, in the goodness of people. And so, um, it, you know, what's, what's your experience? How do you do that practically? No, that's great. Thank you. Um, so basically what I do is it's experience through my experience, interactions with people. Um, how can I take this better? What could I have done better? You, you 
take yourself outside that situation either afterwards or before is usually probably better, but sometimes you can't reflect beforehand before the circumstances or the situations come up. So I always, what I, I don't know, perfect or anything like that, but it's just what I do. Um, I reflect on those. Uh, my brain goes all over the place. So I, I, Go back to those conversations. What could I have said better? What should I have said better? How do they react to my responses in this way? Um, how could I be more caring? How could I be more helpful? You know, stuff like that. And, and that's an everyday thing for me. It's always learning, always trying to do better. Um, parenting, yeah. work, husband, you know, all that shenanigans. Just just what driving you? to be a better person. Yeah. What, what drives you? Everybody is always asking for, hey, what's your why? And this is even something mm-hmm. that I'm trying to figure out myself sometimes is like, what is my why in this situation? Yeah. What is your why that drives you to want to be a better person? I like that question. What is your why? Because I want to leave this place better than I found it. Come on. Um, uh, it's a screwed up world. We, we keep screwing it up as much as we possibly can over and over again. We don't learn our lessons, but I want to, if we all just stop and try, I mean, I think we can, I mean, I'm going to be that one person who does it. There's not going to be everybody else who does it, obviously. Um, not everybody's going to stop and think about what they're saying beforehand or, or afterwards. And anyways, but yes, so that, that's basically my wise, because I want to leave it better, uh, for my kids too. I want them to live in a happier world, a, a healthier world. Um, I mean, even my neighbors, I don't even know my neighbors, but I want them to be happier and healthier. You know, <laughs> my why is I want everybody to succeed. I want everybody to be happy. My my why is uh, if we kumbaya, you know, it sounds cheese yeah. ball and whatnot. But I mean, honestly, we can reach no, that. Be great. I, no, I, I agree with you completely. Like unity yeah. is one of my biggest like um, things that that calls to my heart it mm. is. You know, I just want people to get along. I do not care, you know, necessarily what, um, you know, somebody believes. Like I I think about my relationships at work, you know, my relationships at church are one thing. In in general, we believe somewhere along the same lines when we're at church, right? So it's maybe a little bit easier to get along at, at work. That's not the case. We've got, you know, Christians over here and atheists over here and Jews over here. And, you know, people that just don't even care. They, they haven't even thought about whether or not they believe in God, or, yeah. you know, and um, and then they come at it from different perspectives, different hurts, different wounds, different yeah. um, all sorts of, uh, you know, traumas in their lives. And yeah. it, we've got to give space for each other to um to find common ground we've got to do that man otherwise you know it is going to be a a really really rough season so i I appreciate Mm. what you're doing in in trying to get perspectives from people that you might believe uh, differently than you um because that is like curiosity leads Mm. to unity asking better questions leads to unity and listening leads to unity rather than uh all right michael let me tell you let me tell you all about my <laughs> podcast and what I believe. And uh, you better, yeah, this yeah. is the only answer and, and you better believe. Well, you know, maybe Michael changes his mind one day and maybe mm. he doesn't. But in the meantime, we mm. can still be good friends and get good done in the world together. Mm. Yeah. Be civil, work together. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's your why, John? Mm. You know, my why, it depends on what you're talking about, like what I'm going after rather, uh, but it it changes mm. over time. And I've got to be honest with you in these last three years, it's definitely changed. Like initially when I, um, 
so let me say this, uh, kind of back up as to why I got divorced. My wife and I had had, you know, just a lot of money problems and stuff like that. And so money leads to fights and fights lead to, you know, words that are said that you don't really mean because you're just trying to win a fight. And uh, she was at the end of a rope. She's ready to get divorced. And I did not want to do that. I wanted to fight for the marriage. I said, I'll do anything. I don't care. Um, she becomes not convinced at all. And she says, no, I, I don't know what's up. I don't know if you've been um, you know, seeing somebody else. I don't know if you're in addiction. I just feel like I've lost you. And I said, well, I've never seen anybody else. But um, you know, I've been hiding a porn addiction from you for 10 years. And she, uh, you know, she was, and I said, you told me in our first year of marriage, if I ever did that again, that you'd divorce me. And she said, yep, I did. So I guess that's it. And, and then we were really <laughs> off and running as far as the divorce process went, which was really, really hard. Um, but what was my motivation right at the beginning when I'm broken, when I'm sitting in a, um, you know, hotel room by myself, when I don't have the privilege to sleep under the same roof as my three girls mm. anymore. And, and not to mention the marriage, which I've helped to fall apart. What's my motivation then? Mm. Um, my motivation was to get her back for the first yeah. five months, you know, until I saw that she just didn't want to do this. So to be that, a better that, person, your motivation, your why. Mm -hmm. was to get your wife back and your Absolutely. kids essentially now over time i yeah. feel this is my belief system that god used that god used that brokenness that motivation of my life's falling apart i want my family back together to show me different areas of my life where i was not submitted and surrendered to what he wanted me to do with my life and so that could be areas of you know, I, I'm going to use some Christianese on you, so I apologize. Yeah. Areas of purity, I'm used to it. <laughs> um, areas of purity, like a, a like like the pornography that I needed to submit and say, yeah, I, I've been trying really, really hard to to hide this and not do it, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna attack it as if it's an addiction, and mm -hmm. I'm not going to have any excuses. Um, areas like control and, um, you know, anger. And then also looking back into my, uh, childhood and looking at those, at those traumas, you know, of course, why do people become addicts? It's because mm. of trauma and almost exclusively because of trauma and because it's our response to it and mm. we can hide it for only so long. And, uh, I, I guess I hit it for as long as I could before it just bubbled to the surface. But the point is that there were a lot of things I believe that God wanted to work on me in. So in order I just to work couldn't on do you. it. But in in order to work on me, um, the it. only way, yeah, the only way it was going to happen is, you know, John, I, I know you really think that you're supposed to have this marriage for the rest of your life. And maybe even that was my will coming into it because I, I don't love divorce, but I want your heart more than anything. And that, and that's what I believe. And and so my motivation's changed over time. My motivation is to um, you know, be better for my girls to, you know, and 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 as you go along and as you start to make difference a difference in other people's lives and anybody can, it doesn't matter your belief system. Hmm. You know, you start to gain and feel some significance in that and, and that you're making a, a difference. Hmm. Um, and, and you also start to see the hope that comes when you make better choices. Hmm. Um, and, and so what's my motivation? Well, what's your today, why? To yeah, be a exactly. better person. What is it, your motivation? What, what is my why to be a better person? It's simply that I don't want to go back there, I think. Hmm. And I want, um, and in, in addition to that, I've, I've seen the freedom that comes from 
laying all this stuff down and I want to keep laying stuff down when God shows me things to lay down. I like the part where you don't want to go back there. That was really cool. That, I like that. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't want to go back there. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be where I used to be. I don't want to be that person I used to be. Yeah, 100%. I can get behind that. Um, but laying it down before God. So when that happens, to me, in my in my views, what it sounds like is we're just setting it aside and not worrying about it mm. and putting it on someone else's shoulders, right? Mm. It could be interpreted that way. Um but it, you know, and I think that's more Christianese getting in the way here of, you know, laying it down just means inactivity and just, you know, not taking personal responsibility. I, I don't not believe personal in that. responsibility. I, I don't I don't believe that. that that's what I did. Yeah. OK, OK. And gotcha. it was it was more. No, I mean, there there's a process to this. There are things that, you know, if you if you. Uh, I went through 12 step processes with, yeah. with, with certain things. I mean, that's work, man. Yeah. Now the it, first thing is admitting person, that for sure. <laughs> it, it, the first thing is admitting that you don't, that you're powerless admitting yeah. and when no. wanting to give something up, right. To a higher power, whatever that higher power is. I'm not actually, powerless. but it's work. That's I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that way of thinking. I don't like that. Yeah, way of some teaching, people don't. You know? Yeah. Some people don't. I don't. And yeah. I, I hear you. And, and so you, you like, um, you, you feel, you know, and, um, and I'll, I'll definitely let you talk on that. You know, maybe it comes from just the, the feeling of being an, an addict. Do you have some addiction in your background? I'm not accusing you of anything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, it's always, it's, a, it's always a little something there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to yeah, call no. you out. No, no, but there are times specifically, specifically with addiction where I felt Mm. powerless. I knew it wasn't the right thing to do to pick up the phone and search for that thing. I knew it wasn't right as I was driving down the highway looking at porn because I couldn't wait until I got to the hotel room. I knew it wasn't good (laughs) for me, right? But I was doing it anyway. To me, uh, I know it seems stupid. No, it's not stupid. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it is. But I felt oh, powerless. Yeah. Well, I, you I, weren't I, and, though. And, but you weren't powerless, John. You're full of power. We are human beings, man. We can do amazing things. Um, I, I definitely want to get into the broken to show you things because that bothers me. That God has to break somebody to show them things. Now, I'm, I refer to this several times, but I I talked to several people that think god has either killed their kid their husband or or family member or dog if it even sometimes that god did this to teach them a lesson to show them to bring them closer to him to all these different things to break oh, them, I think to break them down thinking. and i, I think don't that's think broken thinking to... and i think you're misinterpreting if you if you think that i'm saying god killed my marriage in order to get a hold of me i think that's i, I think you're hearing me wrong okay and i'm not no and let me put it on me i think I'm not explaining it right. No, you're right. <laughs> um, because, you know, there's the, and again, based on our, our human thinking, if I did not, it's all I it have, all John. starts with faith. <laughs> exactly. All I have is and, human thinking. Exactly. And so based on, based on human thinking, yes, I, I see where you're going with that. Based on hmm. my faith, I see where things 
were set in motion to get me to this point where um, there were opportunities for me to take the exit ramp, as you said, you know, to mm. take control uh, of your life, you mm. know, to take control of my life, to have better self-control. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I, that's something I'm capable of. But I let it go and let it go and let it go. And it became, you know, uncontrollable at a certain point. I think that the freeway. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's it, it, it just terrible, man. <laughs> just terrible. And I, I, you know, I've said that to people in, you know, in, in, in you know, personal relationships. I haven't yeah. admitted that on a, you know, a, a, <laughs> I'm a childish. I just, like this. I just giggle about things. You know, it's <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, um, but I, I just, and maybe we can continue to to break this down just a little bit more for me to help it make more sense as to what I'm saying, but mm. I didn't yeah. deserve to be in that marriage. I wasn't being honest. You know, um, it took my ex-wife wanting a divorce for me to even attack that addiction. And that addiction was going to steal, kill, and destroy my life in some way, somehow. Um, you can get an accident on you know, the freeway. Whether Holy then, cow, John. Yeah, I know. Whether then or, um, you know, five years from then. And so that is why I believe God let my ex-wife get to a breaking point to say, I can't continue. I, I believe that that was in his in his will. That's just, you know, again, so my human thinking. get to that point. Interesting, interesting sentence. So God interacted to let her get to that point to cause you to get to the broken point to fix you. I believe that that that's I believe that that's possible. Now, I am not. Yeah, that's that's how I believe it. That's how I with Hmm. my human mind interpret it. Hmm. And it's not necessarily that I have everybody in my life that's Christian saying coming along and saying john that's exactly how it happened you know <laughs> you were absolutely right you know there there are other people that would believe oh my gosh what divorce is never in god's plan and why yeah. why would you ever think that that was something that god would allow to happen or want to happen hmm. i believe in this though that god wants the best for all of us that is something i believe you believe and that. if i'm Absolutely, I do. God wants the best for all of us. Everybody. God wants the best for all of us. Everybody. And you can challenge me on that. I'm just going to ask you off the bat. You've read the Bible, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. God wants what's best for everybody. But you've read the Bible. Tell me what. Tell me where you're going. Yeah, absolutely. I can just right off the bat. We can go to the the Exodus where he goes into the the houses. And then the bedrooms of sleeping children and kills them. Did he want what's best for those children? You know, I think he wanted what's best for his kids, right? The Jews. Okay. At that point. Screw everybody else. And well, I it because he wanted he wanted the uh-huh. uh, Egyptians. I'm sorry, I'm not pulling out the right words he wanted the egyptians to be you know to to believe in the one true god 
And so, okay. that wasn't happening. And he wanted the Jews to get out of there. He wanted what was best for them. Mm-hmm. Now, is it, um, I, I don't understand the desire um, for man to not get along, for not to do the right things, to fight against each other. You know, these very human desires that we have. Hmm. Um, but I, I do believe that God wants, this is my belief, that I want, that God wants everyone to turn to him. And that is his best for their life. That is what God feels. And so hmm. uh, if you don't, it, and again, these were very different days and things that I cannot even comprehend. That's the, oh, yeah. like the old covenant, as they say, hmm. um, instead of the new covenant. And, you know, if there wasn't going to be blood on the, on the, on the doorway, then there was going to be death. And Moses even, you know, warned Pharaoh that, Hey man, this plague's coming. So he, can you, can you let the go people on, go and let the, the, the villagers, uh, the city people, did he let them know that that God's coming? Put the blood on your door, or he'll kill your kids. Or did I don't he just think it says that. I know I don't think it says that. I don't think yeah. it says that. But he did warn Pharaoh, "Hey, yeah. let my people go, or these things are going to happen." But God knew that wasn't going to work, right? I I believe that's the case. Yeah. I believe he knew that case. wasn't going to work. He knew he was going to harden Pharaoh's heart, and he knew he was going to have to go in at midnight and strike down the firstborn in Egypt. Um, he knew, yeah. I mean, this was part of the plan, the, the divine plan. Um, I don't see that as loving everybody or wanting what's good for everybody. Mm-hmm. I can go to Hosea 9, 16, where he's, he's, I will slay your cherished offspring because their kids are worshiping, the or the, the adults are worshiping the wrong God. Um, gods that aren't even real, apparently. And so in Hosea, he goes through and wipes out the kids as well as some of the parents, but that's uh i don't think that's good for the kids he, he he makes the mother's milk run dry so the babies starve i don't think that's wanting what's good for everybody you know well our human view of what's good and what's not hmm. sometimes i don't think lines up with gods and it Why is hard um because we are short-sighted and we want what we want. I, well, I, I was, don't want death and destruction. God says it's a good thing, apparently, to slaughter these kids, drown kids and the, the puppies and kittens in the flood. These are, you know. I think it was the, you know, I think obviously what the Bible says mm-hmm. is there was, you know, judgment there for, you know, uh, things that were not, that these people were not doing. You know, hmm. sins, if you want to call them that. Yeah. Well, and that God they weren't like going to turn around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to put myself in that situation. I'm, I, I created a world and nobody's listening to me, but I'm all powerful. I have the option of showing up. I have the option of separating evil from my children. I can take it away and my children won't be evil because there is no evil in the world. That would be a better thing to do. But God chose the other one. He chose drown the kids with the evil, and then I'll start over again and make it better. But that didn't really work. Sin still survived. Bad people still survived. I really don't see it. It's kind of pointless, the whole thing, honestly. Uh, So 
That's what I would do as God. Those are the values that I would hold as a deity. I would try to do less harm. Mm. I think those are good things. Do you think it is good to do less harm and to try and save people or separate the evil from them? Do you think that would have been a good idea? Oh, I think. Um, hmm. Do you like my idea versus Yahweh's idea? <laughs> in my human mind? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I do. So because... in your human mind, it mm -hmm. is more moral to do what I did. And it is immoral to do what God did in your human yeah. mind. No, not necessarily. Okay. So it's not immoral to drown it... children, puppies, and kittens. I really don't understand. I, I mean, I would... You know, I, I'm sure this is what you seek to do on this show, but I love you, bro. And I don't really, I, I don't, I don't no. want to get involved in a, in a, in a circular debate here. No circular. I, it's a question. Is, is that, do you see that as a moral thing or would you do that? Of course. Is it not. immoral? Of course it's wouldn't. immoral to, to drown puppies and kittens and babies, right? We would agree. It's immoral to do that. In Every you know, case that I have ever, yeah. ever experienced as a human, absolutely it is. Every case. Absolutely it is. In my in my experience. So why would God do something we see as immoral? I don't know. And that's, that's part good of faith, like man. <laughs> and I, hmm. I don't believe that I know all the answers as a human. And that's why I rely on my faith. And so that's why I think a lot of people do rely on something higher than themselves, even if they can't necessarily explain it, because they know as a human, they are incapable of always making the right choice. Right. And so I'm we want to believe, we want to believe in something. Right. And so we want to believe in something that, you know, and, and so I, mm. I admit there, there's crap in the Bible that makes absolutely no sense to my human mind. And does that mean I don't believe it happened? No, I, I believe it happened. Huh. Was it God's will? Obviously, if I believe it happened, then, and I believe in God, then I believe it was God's will, not that he wanted necessarily for that to be the end result, but he felt that it was what needed to happen at the time. Does but we it make sense to me? Yeah. Absolutely. Not as a human. No. Yeah. Of course not. Because it's a lot. Of course not. Because like I said, immoral. Like I said at the beginning, I believe there's good in everybody. Like that is a tenet of me. Like that's. I don't know if it necessarily lines up, you know, with every single Christian you'll talk to. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, but that's what I believe. Um, and, and so that's why I can't fathom drowning puppies and kittens and babies. No, of course not. You know, and I, I, I see about, you know, all kinds of um, mm. things that God did, especially in the Old Testament. And you mm. go, what? You know, and you think about the New Testament, and um, I believe it was Peter hmm. um, when a husband and wife said that they brought all of this 
money, you know, from selling their land and was, they were going to give it to the Axe. early church. I think it was and, Acts. But, yeah, yeah. In, in Acts. And, and Peter goes, hey, um, yeah, you, you, sh you shouldn't have told that lie. And then, you know, there they are. They uh, they collapse and they die right there. One Does that time. shock me? Absolutely, <laughs> it shocks me. Yeah. Absolutely, it shocks me. But it doesn't, you know, if I believe, um, if I believe in God, if I believe in his grand plan, which I am all in, bro, I am all in, <laughs> then I've I got that. to believe, <laughs> then I've got to believe that I don't understand and I will never understand and be okay with that. Thing. And the more but, that I try and the more uh, that I try to get in here and reason, you know, the the less it makes sense, the more that the more I try to get in reason. Yeah, exactly. The the more I am trying to take control of my life and, and see it from my perspective. John, take control of your life. <laughs> well, and I feel like I what? am it, through Good. through various means. I, I mean, this is this is my way of of doing that by giving up control and saying, okay, you know, whatever controversial um, thing, you know, that uh, somebody that does not believe in God might think is not something bad to do, that I believe is something not great, then, um, you know, uh, then as we go down that path, um, you know, that I know we're going to come up against consternation, but at the same time, it's, it's what I'm, believe I, i'm taking control of my life by giving it up by giving up that control by giving it to god mm -hmm. so as far as reading the bible has there been anything in there that that well we discussed that so i'm just going to jump to it then adds up when it adds up you, you said there's some things in there that are that are bad that that not really bad but you don't understand why god did it i don't understand yeah. yes so what i do is when i i read the bible i went through it and Everything just started adding up. Doesn't make sense. Looks really bad. That looks really bad. Can't believe he said that. Can't believe he sanctioned mm -hmm. that. Wanted this. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Can't believe he wants his son to die so he can forgive people. Forgiveness. That's another thing we'll talk about, too. I want to talk about. But it just it, it on top of on top of on top of on top of. And then the end of it, he's going to come back and send fire. And everyone who doesn't love him is going to go to hell or disappear or whatever you believe on that. But it just it doesn't make sense. It doesn't sound good. The guy in there sounds egotistical and a monster. He's a, he's a documented child killer. You worship a documented child killer. You're telling me he's the he's the good. He wants good in everybody, but he's a documented child killer. Again, my human brain, the only one I have, the only thing I can reason with, the only thing apparently God gave me to reason with, comes to the conclusion that he's a bad guy. So, I mean, I don't see the good in here. And when it all adds up, that's where I go. That's where I'm at. I can't just have that faith. I can't just pretend it's good when I see all the bad, the contradictions, the things in there. I mean, there's so much. And the more I learn, the further I get from my Christianity mm. that I used to hold on to. Mm. Um, and and it's, it's, it's all up to God. God's the one in control. God is wanting to have that relationship with me, right? I mean, what if was he the wants breaking this, point? If you don't mind me yeah, asking, what was, no, yeah. what was the breaking point for you? As far as the religion, as, as far as Christianity, as far as leaving uh, it? Yeah, it's just, it, absolutely. Hmm. Like just what, you know, was the there final a final straw? Was there a moment or something like that? 
No, I mean, there really wasn't a, oh, a moment like a, a, mm-hmm. a, you know, a flash or anything. But I lost my faith little by little by little. Mm-hmm. And the more that I didn't experience, the more that I didn't get answers for, the more or I, I, I uh, the more distance I got from that belief. And then I picked up the Bible and then I read it. And that was that was it. That was the straw that broke the camel's back because it just doesn't add up. It does not add up. And then you research the Bible, where it came from, and the different stories and all the different stuff. It just it gets worse and worse. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I you know, it was it experiences that you were having in your life at the time that it didn't seem like it had any reason or meaning. And then you picked up the Bible and you're like, you know. I, this just I, there are no answers for me in here. Is it is mm-hmm. that kind of what you're talking about or pretty much? I mean, there's, there's I don't as, think as there's eroded. answers in there that we like the love your neighbor, be kind to people. I mean, no, duh. I mean, we, we can figure that out. We don't need the Bible to tell us. I don't need a documented child killer to tell me I should be nice to my neighbor. I don't need a guy who says I should get my slaves from my neighbors to tell me to be nice to my neighbors. You know, so I can figure this stuff out. When we did as a human human species we figured this stuff out way beforehand we've got other religions that are saying essentially the same thing you know so i don't i don't need it i i really don't um i can get my values i can get better values from from marvel movies honestly i mean they're not out there slaughtering kids spider-man who i you know one of my favorites i don't see him murdering children i see him actually trying to save the bad guy to fix the bad guy, to help them out. He does everything he possibly can to fix that bad guy. That's awesome. That's a guy I can get behind. God, he doesn't. And that's doesn't... why, and that's why yeah. I think that you see Christians focusing so much on the New Testament and what happened right. after Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. Because Jesus is Spider-Man. You know, but he's Jesus... not, though, John. I've read the book. Well, tell me about it. What what's what's Jesus going to do during the the end times? I it, you know he's <laughs> not uh, oh oh you mean it, yeah as far as judging people and things mm-hmm. like that. Well, he's going to come back to Earth with his angel army and mm-hmm. take all the atheists and people that don't love God and the evildoers because you know I'm an evildoer because I don't love God um, and throw them in hell. Uh, I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, my goodness, I've always have a hard time remembering this one. This is a tough one. No way. God, die, sin. <laughs> Kill those who don't seek. Uh, man, it's okay. It's in here somewhere. But it, it's in the Bible. I mean, you, you know that one, right? You, you've heard that one mm-hmm. at least? Okay, good. All right. So I don't have to like continue to search on here. Anyways, but yes. So those that's one thing. Jesus is going to come back and throw me in hell. I don't think that's a good thing because why? I don't love him. Like, would you do that to your kids? I mean, as our human minds would think, that's pretty immoral and pretty horrible. My kids exactly. don't love me, so I'm going to torture them forever. I don't, I don't think that's a good it, idea. Man. I don't understand it. <laughs> it and I, I didn't, um, you know, that is one of the beautiful things I think about, you know, because this is a world that I don't understand, hmm. that I can put those things I don't understand on a higher power, I think really helps me. Does that make sense? But to me, that sounds more like we're just forgetting about it, because honestly, to me, it's like an it's a, it's it's don't get offended. It's an imaginary friend. It, it, this person doesn't actually uh, interact with you in real life. Like if my wife came in here and I put my problems on her, I would tell my problems to her and she would go, oh, OK, or give me a hug or, you know, say something, do something. But God, he's just 
he, apparently he's just a good listener. That's all he does. <laughs> <laughs> and I can understand your view on that. Obviously, yeah. we have a different view on that. And yeah, it takes course. faith to believe that there hmm. is a different thing actually happening, right? Uh, see, I'm so, so, again, don't be offended, but it, that sounds like pretending to me. That faith in that instance is we don't. And that's just fine, but that's just, that he's, yeah. Yeah. And that's just a place where we're going to have to agree to disagree, right? Because I have faith and and you don't. We, we just have to agree yeah. to disagree. Otherwise, we're not going to get anywhere. Otherwise, yeah, it just, just comes across as, you know, attacking or yeah. me belittling for you not having faith or you saying <laughs> I have an imaginary friend. No, help and me make that, it Nobody make wants sense, to do that. You know, help me make it make sense. Help me help me understand. How does that yeah. work for you? It, you know, it. it is one of those things that has to be experienced for are you talking about the relationship with with god or with jesus now is that well, what you're asking about well yeah when he talks to you and does he talk to you mm-hmm. does he interact with you you know you're putting your stuff on him does he say oh i, I got that for you thanks and then he rocks off you know anything like that or is it just just well, it, you it, say it, it does it, it does it does take you know some belief in what god says in the bible <laughs> you know and so you know there are and therein lies the rub. I think that's where we're mm-hmm. going to to find the the gap here. Mm-hmm. But in the interest of you wondering, yes, I do feel like I do have a conversation with God. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it feels a little bit more silent. And sometimes feels like. it feels a little bit more clear. Right. Yeah. And I, I believe that, you know, when Jesus went up to heaven, left us the Holy Spirit. Right. And so, um, you know, and I believe that, you know, those I can basically access and have a conversation with God anytime that I want. And then the I can leave those back. those things at his feet. Does that mean Does that, interact that he's back, gonna though. give me my oh, I believe I, I don't know how to put this, but I believe he does. I believe believe I believe, he does and feelings I feel, he does. All those things. I yeah, believe. Yeah. And I feel his love. Absolutely. And again, our audible? humanness. Do you, no, I wouldn't say that it's audible. I'm not hearing. Oh. Is like it like a physical actual... thing? Can you like physically feel Jesus hugging you? And I believe some people feel this in a different way. But <sighs> to me, yes, to me, it does feel like a warmth that could probably be explained away with physiology or something like that yeah. when cortisol this and that's and that you know then you're going to have <laughs> warm fuzzies. That and... <laughs> right exactly whatever the whatever it is <laughs> whatever the kids are calling it these days exactly um and, and so hmm. uh, so but but my my feelings hmm. or my experiences you know with god jesus the holy spirit they are real to me and I realize I they're that. not, yeah, I don't doubt they're, they're real, not real sure. to, you know, and, and because, um, you know, some, if somebody does not have that relationship, it's not going to feel real to them. They're going to be looking around like, what in the heck are these people doing? Why yeah. are they singing these songs? And yeah, why are that. they lifting their hands? <laughs> and why, you so, know, this doesn't make any sense uh, to me. And I don't feel anything, but it does take even a mustard seed of faith to even start to feel something I would say, but well, you know, I was a Christian for many years and I never got that. I never got this experience of this relationship. Hmm. So wow. why do you think God has chosen to, to talk to you, but he never chose to talk to me? 
Oh, I think he definitely wants to have a relationship with you. I think he definitely He's not trying does. very hard, John. Well, sometimes we have to be brought to the end of ourselves. He wants to break us. I'd, he doesn't want to. That's not no, a very good parenting strategy. To. He doesn't want to break us. Well, then us. he should show up, John. What is tough love? Do you, well, it's not breaking you somebody your, before. How do you parent your kids? How do you? Parent I, I don't your kids? break them, John. No, I don't break no, them. I explain to them not. what they did wrong. But if they and went... we go over it, we can have a two-way conversation. We can think about things. We can, you know, come up with ideas. We can How talk about it. Oh God, ten and eight. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I've, I'm similar. I've got like seven, ten, and fourteen. Oh, good luck, man. Oh so, God. Oh, fourteen. Oh, <laughs> I'm so scared about that age. It's coming. But. Um, there's a friend of mine, good friend of mine who just had his son get arrested for a drug charge and he had a choice to make, you know, does he go ahead and bail him out or does he, does he wait a while? Does he make sure that his son is going to live by these expectations? You know, that's a pretty broken moment right there. Now, my friend didn't want that to happen. He was doing everything he could to help his son avoid you know, putting himself in that situation. But on the backside of it, you know, what is my friend going to do? Is he just going to bail this kid out and, you know, throw a bunch of money at it and say, we're going to get the best lawyers and it was a setup and it was unfair. Or is he going to try the best he can to help his son have a better life down the road? And, and so, sometimes yeah. there is something called tough love that parents do dish out. So I do... I, you know, and but, it doesn't always it doesn't always take brokenness. For me, it did. I hope it yeah. doesn't for anybody else. You, can't, anybody, can figure out a way to do it without breaking you. Could God no. have figured out a way to do it for you without breaking you? Um, if I believe in free will, then maybe not. Does that make sense? That you if I. In free will. I do. That's a whole other thing. over. Yeah, I know over <laughs> over predestination. I do believe in free will, hmm. and so I'm not trying to get down a rabbit trail. That yeah, we'll, we'll leave have. that rabbit trail alone for now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if I have free will, hmm. then you know it, it's going to take a little bit more. If I don't believe that God is going to just step in and say, "Oh, reroute, change John's heart," even no, though but, he didn't even ask, but for he it. knows. No, I've got to submit that yeah. to him. He knows there's a way. He's all powerful. He's all knowing. Absolutely. He can do it mm -hmm. a way where you don't have to be broken. He knows what words to say that will change your mind, your heart. Same with me. He knows mm. what to say. He knows exactly what will convince me, but he's yet to do it. Mm. He's yet to show up and give it to me because here I sit having a show, <laughs> having conversations <laughs> Absolutely. on the other side, you know. And I, I, I honor you for having these conversations. Thanks. I honor you for what you're trying to do and being so open about it and, it, you know, doing it in such a high quality way as well. Oh, um, no. you know, right. You're not, <laughs> not always, you're not going, <laughs> you're not going halfway about it. You're going mm. all in on it. Mm. And I believe even in that, that God honors honesty um, that there is a better chance. And listen, I, um, I, I, I don't judge you for what you believe or don't believe, hmm. 
But in the interest of wanting everybody to have a relationship with Jesus, which I do, mm -hmm. there is a better chance for you to come to faith. Somebody that is being completely honest about what he believes mm. or doesn't believe than somebody who is just going half-heartedly through life and saying, oh, that's mm. an interesting Jesus-y thing we got going on over there. The fact that you are searching, the fact that you are breaking it down, the fact that you are leaning into it and having conversations, mm. there's a better opportunity for you to have faith than you know, the average person on the street, I believe. Well, it's been five years. He's yet to show up yet. So maybe even six years. We'll, we'll see if, he's, if he hey, decides that's the time. I was mired it. in a porn addiction for 10 years. So I don't know what the magic number oh, is man. either. Yeah. I don't know what the magic number is either. But I believe God wants the best for me. He could have let me run into the back of a truck while I was doing what I wasn't supposed to be doing on my phone while driving cross country. Right? That's and true. he could have just I said, mean, John, just... I, I gave you, I gave you the gift of life and you are just, uh, it's obvious. I don't want, you know, how many times in the old and new Testament do I talk about lust? Listen, you have just <laughs> one too many times. So here's the back of a semi and yeah. your family gets um, some life insurance money mm. uh, out of the deal. Mm. He could have done that. Mm. I'm glad but he instead, didn't. <laughs> yeah. Right. It could have been much worse. Uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly grateful that he got a hold of me. You know, do I wish in my human mind it could have been a different way instead of not sleeping under the same roof as my kids? I mean, that that is pain that more than the divorce, that that is pain that just has wrecked me at times. Mm. But there are consequences for actions. And yeah. It has made me a better person on the other side. Hmm. Whether or not you want to believe that was fair or not, hmm. I don't know. I, we can debate that, whether God was <laughs> just or whether my ex-wife yeah. was just. It doesn't matter. You know. Well, yeah. But well, I that, think he was just is... in keeping you safe. At least we got that part. If God is real and he kept you safe, great job. I mean, I can give him a pat on the back for but, that. But to, to, to experience the freedom that I have. Whether the freedom I'm experiencing is from something real, which I want to be very clear, I believe it is, yeah. or it's just a religious thing that has mm -hmm. saved my life and has made me a much better person and a person mm -hmm. that honestly cares for people and wants wow. to like help them, whether or not they ever believe the same way that I believe. See, John, and I'm the opposite. Though. Once I dropped the Christianity, I became a better person. It's well, weird. Because you have, I stopped living because, for somebody else and living for myself. And because my, my, you have my faith. Because me. you have faith in something, and the <laughs> faith do, is yourself. <laughs> I don't. Right? Honestly, I don't. I doubt myself. You don't have constantly. faith in yourself. No, I don't. Then honestly. who? It, no, it, yeah. Then I know then I what, can do things, but like I don't what, know if I would use the word faith. Then what in do you live for? Then what do you live for? You said you live for yourself and you live for wanting to, to be do a better, better person. To, for, to, to, to right? do better for this planet, to, to, for the people, for everything. That's what I live for. My family, first off, and starting there. Humanity? No, what's your faith, faith in? Humanity. Absolutely. What, no, I've what, seen what's way your faith in history. <laughs> why why uh, do you get up and do it every single day if man, you have faith in something? I'm not even For the ones I God. love, for the... Oh, man, I, I, I work with animals. So I, I do it for the animals. I do it for people. I do it for all that, man. You have faith in nature. 
You I, have faith. No, I have faith. <laughs> I have trust that nature is going to want to kill me if I go out there. Uh, man, I don't know. I have faith in it though. But no, I don't know. I, I can't. I just. I'm. I'm not going to accept that faith thing, man. That's okay though. I, I appreciate the effort. Um, I, I did want to talk about forgiveness, but we're we're really close to, to wrapping it up here. I know you just did a series on forgiveness, and I was mm. listening a little bit. And and man, there's so many things we can talk about forgiveness. I just want to touch on a little bit. So, how do you choose, John? To accept an apology. Oh, it's um. I I think. How do you choose to accept an apology? Yeah. What What's sufficient for you? What is good enough for a basic thing like a little thing? Let's say I broke your lamp. What would you well, accept as an apology for that? Um, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like this is a a short-sighted question and i don't mean that as a no the like other end of it is god to you no the other end of it is god requires death and bloodshed for his to accept forgiveness but we as humans what would we find acceptable hmm. i mean i don't yeah I, I i'm sorry i was really in the forgiveness um mindset <laughs> here so and 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 not really uh, you know, in the, in, in where, in where you're coming from. But um, yeah. So if, 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 if you're trying to get to your points, I mean, you can go for your points, man. But the, the point is, I mean, I accept any apology there is, you know, I, and yeah. I try to do it freely, whether, you know, it's somebody has done a horrible thing against me or broke my mm. lamp. So that's the, yeah. that's the short answer. So, yeah. so God on the other end requires bloodshed. You know, yes. on the other end of that, you know, he requires yes. bloodshed for forgiveness, Hebrews 922. Um, we wouldn't do that again, as as ir uh, logical human beings, rational human beings, we would not do that. We would not find that a moral thing. Right? I yeah, as absolutely. I just feel like we're going in yeah. circles right back to where we started. Well, we are. We're, we're going to kind of close it out here. So it's, one of, yeah, it's kind of a it, circular thing at the end. It's right back where we started. Do you, you know, I, and I think I can jump right to where I was that I don't understand God's yeah. ways. I don't do you understand see it as a good God's thing, ways. though. Do you see I, that as honestly, a good, as a good yes, way I of do. doing it? I, for me, yes, absolutely. No, 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 not set. You wouldn't sacrifice. You don't see the sacrificing bloodshed thing for forgiveness as a good mm -hmm. thing because you wouldn't do that, right? I, I believe that the totality, uh, you know, if we believe in the Old Testament that, yes, there was there was bloodshed involved, whether it be a, a sheep or a ram or a goat or whatever yeah. you want to bring to atone for sins. If I believe that and I believe that um, the perfect man, God, Jesus you know, had to die for everybody's sins, then, then, then yes, I have to believe that that is exactly what God wanted to happen. And it was the only way, was it the way that he wanted the only way to, what? to set out the only way to freedom um, for mm -hmm. us in this life, the only way to, um, you know, be with God for eternity. It, that's that was huh. the only way the only way is for him to kill himself to himself mm -hmm. is the only way for us to be with god eternity and for him to forgive us 
that's that's what I believe. And, you know, I, th I think you've probably had enough people on here to to know that that's generally the answer you get. Well, I get a lot of different answers and I love it. It's great. Um, but as far as uh, that goes, God, God is able to forgive sin without the shedding of blood. He's done it several times in the Bible. Mm -hmm. um, Isaiah with a hot coal, woman who's rubbing his feet, stuff like that. So he is capable of doing it, but he refuses to accept an apology. So he needs bloodshed and not just any bloodshed. It's got to be an innocent mm. and it's got to be the most innocent person he can think of, which is himself. Not according you know, to my book, but I've read, you know, but <laughs> I, I wonder, you know, if, if mm. God felt, listen, this is something I hope I get to chat about with God someday. I wonder if it's the shock value to our human minds because we mm. don't understand mm. that helps us you know turn to him if, if that is his hope I, so i would turn I, to this him is for something answers. honestly that this is something that honestly i'd never really thought about before like this deeply and so i really appreciate you bringing up the question mm -hmm. i wonder if the shocking death of jesus you know it was not warranted in that jesus didn't deserve it right um mm -hmm. I, I wonder if God knew that in our human minds, that was the way to get to us, to help us see where we are coming mm. up short and be like, man, yeah, you're exactly right. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Otherwise, um, you know, I'd be still mm. sacrificing rams over here if I believed in God. You I don't know. think that's a good way to go about things, though, John. I mean, right, if he wants right. to get my attention again, show up. It's pretty easy. Say hi. Stop by. Drop me a letter. You know, I love that. Something. I don't know. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, thank you, John. Uh, we're just, uh, there was one more thing I was going to add. I don't remember what it was. It's long gone now, but that's okay. I appreciate your time today, John. We're going to kind of close it out. We're here at the end. I would love to have you back. There's so many more things I want to talk to you about and ask you and find out where you stand on. Uh, we could do a part two if you're up for it. We'll send you a thing in a jigger. But uh, close it out. Any last words? Plug your stuff. Go ahead. Absolutely. The, the Where You're Going podcast. And I invite everybody and here's the deal and i hope i and obviously i combat it from a faith-based perspective i try not to beat people over the head with jesus every single show and i don't i try not to preach as well because mm. it's more for me about yes jesus is mm. my answer but we can always always be going somewhere better mm. i have shows where i'm just you know, talking about the, you know, trying to get a better job or whatever. We don't mention God <laughs> in there at all. People need that help you for know, sure. I, you know, we're going to talk about uh, how to remember people's names. It's, mm. you know, it, and we've got other inspirational things you can take from it. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, there are some Christian podcasters where everything has to be laced with God and Jesus. Otherwise, it's mm. not worthy to be brought to YouTube or, you know. Apple podcast. I don't necessarily believe that. I want to make space for everybody just because I believe everybody can go to a different spot. Hmm. You know, whether or not you believe in anything or you believe in nothing, I believe in you. I believe in, you know, <laughs> I you believe in you too, John. To make change, <laughs> you know, in you your have life. The if power. you've got, you know, if you've got something, Michael, that you're like, man, I, I really want to take this to another level. There are ways to do that. 
And yes, you've got to find your way. You've got to find your way that means the most to you. Obviously, I come at it from a Christian slant because I am a Christian, because I feel the only way that, you know, these things have turned around is because of the grace of Jesus in my life. That's that's my belief. Um, but I, I think there's a lot of common ground that people can find um, on the Where You're Going podcast. And more than anything, I want unity. I want love throughout the world. And I want people to know that there is hope for their life and it doesn't have to stay where they are right now. Hmm. Absolutely. Onward and upward. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Yeah, you got it, man. Thanks for your answers. Thanks for your time. Keep in touch. That's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What YouTube and Facebook pages. You can also find clips of the show on TikTok under BSW the Podcast. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the Podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will get you early access to each episode by at least three days, stickers, shirts, and shoutouts. That's patreon.com forward slash BSW the Podcast. For the latest events, BSW swag, including signed copies of The Bible Says What the Book, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? Next time on The Bible Says What. Well, he did do that for me once when I fell off a ladder. I cried, oh, Jesus did save me. It put me back on a ladder. That's what the idea of the cover was, where literally I was falling off a ladder backwards. And I said, oh, Jesus, help me. And all of a sudden my body flies forward like Superman and grabs the bar. And, oh, thank you, Jesus. I say it or something. How did you get on the ladder, man? Uh, uh, angels? Oh, you're crazy. Get down here. <laughs> I said, well, something put me on the ladder. Yeah, we don't care. We don't want to talk about they were freaked out. They don't want to talk about something you couldn't explain, you know? But now, huh. if a voice tells me now, let's say, oh, go to First Star Bank, jump off the bank, God will catch you again. I'm going down and because that's tempting the Lord, you know? Hmm. Yeah, so we got to know his word.